Welcome to the Renewed Mind Podcast, presented by Jameson Smallwood, recorded live at Mount Olive Missionary Baptist Church in Woodstock, Georgia. So, Gloria, tell the people who you are. Okay, well, um, my name is Gloria, and um, I've known Jameson for some for a number of years now. Um, I think we first met through, uh, must have been the McNair program. No, um, no, no. Alma mater. <laughs> was it? It wasn't? Was it before that? We actually go all the really? way back. 2004. We go all the way back to when you worked for the hot staff in 2001 and <laughs> I was an incoming I was an incoming freshman that is funny okay yep. okay yep. all right wow I'm really old okay so we go back a little bit but I we go back to 2001 per Jameson um I think we became friends during McNair um and that was in 2004 and then the next year 2005 we went back to uh EOP or trio programs to serve in the capacity of upward bound tutor counselors and then we just kind of you know stayed in contact since then um we both obviously i don't know that, that's pretty much it we just kind of clicked as friends and that, that's where we are we both yep. have faith in christ and we both um i don't know seek different ways to to kind of share share the lord's uh word and um i think that I think that we might have a different opinion on this particular topic, so it's going to be interesting. I don't know how, what your viewpoint is on this on this situation, but that's that's where we are. Well, to to get us primed and to get anybody, um, you know, who's who's going to listen, kind of up to speed with what we're talking about. Um, right. Chick Fil A's been under a lot of heat lately, just from, um, I guess it's fair to categorize the different activist groups as. Uh, as gay, um, lesbian, homosexual um, support groups um, in favor of um, civil unions, quote-unquote gay marriage. And um, one of the reasons that I wanted to reach out to Gloria was because since this is such a hot topic, we live in Georgia, and one of the opportunities that, um, you know, presented itself when I, when I had a chance to, to sit down and talk with you, you kind of said, oh, I'll, you know, I don't have a problem with, with speaking on it. And, you know, just for anybody who's listening, you know, Gloria is, um, one of the, one of the genuine scholars of the word. You know, that's one of the things that's really, you know, really wow. sincere in her walk is, you know, she, she, re- she reads, uh, dead theologians, um, you know, Charles Spurgeon, um, you know, she's, she's, she's really into, into the faith from a scholastic standpoint, not just, not just one of these emotional junkies that, uh, goes to church, gets all high and, and mighty and, and feeling good about, you know, singing some praise and worship songs and then leaves and has no life change. Gloria actually tries to study and, 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 and that's what we're, you know, that's what the focus of, um, my personal ministry, um, with the Renewed Mind podcast is all about is getting people into a scholastic fervor over God's word so that it can better illuminate and, and help them in their lives. So, um, I said all that to introduce her because I think she was being real modest, just saying that she's glow and I live and, you know, we know each other from way back. So I think I should say this, though. Anyone who's going to pursue the study of theology, it shouldn't be for the purpose of knowledge so that you can know things. It it truly should be so that you can understand 
the creator of the universe. That's why you should be doing it, so you can know more about him so that you can love him more. You still are talking me up way too much. I feel kind of bad, like I shouldn't be saying anything. But I do like to I do like to study theology and I do like to seek out um I like to study why I believe what I believe. And um there are some people that came way before me that seem to have a pretty good grasp on um, on the word and they and they dedicated their lives to it. So um I definitely want to look back at those people and kinda of see, you know, what insight the Lord gave them. Um during their lives and their studies in order to better understand myself. So that is, I just want to throw that out there. Okay. That's fair enough. Um, Glow, let me um, pray to get us start, started in our conversation, and we will uh, just kick it off and, and, and really go from there. Um, Lord God, we thank you for this evening. We thank you, God, for um, your son, Jesus Christ, and the purpose of, of our lives as we know it as Christians. God, we just ask that um, you continue to um, illuminate your word and use us tonight as vessels, not for any of our own self-promotion, Lord God, but just so that we can lift up your son, Jesus Christ. Help us to um, make sure that our minds and our and our words reflect um, what's written in your scripture, the image of your son, Jesus Christ, and that somebody, including ourselves, um, that we're edified and, and we're lifted up and strengthened them in the walk, Lord God. These things I pray and ask in your son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. So Glow, all right, I found the quote and I found the original article because um that that Chick-fil-A CEO um has uh the, the Mr. Kathy has come under under fire about and to get us going so that anybody who hasn't heard the quote because it doesn't seem to be really prevalent anymore. It's just about the conflict that's going on. Um the quote is it began as a college scholarship and this is read from um, the Baptist Press um, news website, and it says it began as a college scholarship, and that's talking about their um, some of their charitable ministries, um, in particular the Windshape Foundation, and expanded to foster care program. I'm sorry, the foster care program and international ministry, and a conference and retreat center model after the Billy Graham Training Center at the Cove, um, and then it says that morphed into a marriage program in conjunction with. National Marriage Ministries, Kathy added. So he was explaining um, their Windshape Foundation, um, and then this is where the Baptist, uh, the Baptist Press, sort of presses him a little bit. And it says some have opposed the company's support of the traditional family. Well, guilty as charged, says Kathy, when asked about the company's position. We are very much supportive of the family, the biblical definition of the family unit. We are a family-owned business, a family-led business, and we are married um, to our first wives. We give God thanks for that. And that is very much the quote, if I'm not mistaken, that is causing so much conflict. And tonight we're really not here to talk about, you know, the biblical definition of marriage. But as Christians, we draw our illustration from and our understanding of marriage from Adam and Eve and and how God constituted them as man and, 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 and woman. That's why we, that's why, it, um, theologically speaking and, and, and through a God's worldview, we're, we're opposed to the notion of man and man and woman and woman marrying, quote unquote, to, uh, to try and have a, to, to try and build a family because that's not what God, um, ordained and that's not how you structure things. But the question I got Gloria, um, on tonight to talk about is, so Gloria, 
How do you feel in particular about sort of a lack of interest by some Christians to express, um, you know, to express outrage and, and support of what the Chick-fil-A CEO um, said in terms of being in favor of um, supporting traditional marriage in the traditional biblical sense. Um, that was sort of the, my, you know, my Facebook post that started the, the start of this dialogue a little bit. And I just kind of wanted to hear your opinion because you said it might be a little bit, uh, it might be a little bit controversial or differing from mine. So, you know, and, and maybe it won't be. And when you say um, to express support, are you are you speaking in, in about the um, about what occurred yesterday when um, droves of people went out to Chick Fil A in support of Chick Fil A, or are you talking about just a general disinterest in standing up for the biblical view of marriage as a Christian? I think that's a fair point. Um, yesterday, what happened was for the, for the for the listeners is that. Um, Chick-fil-A received the support of, you know, probably hundreds of thousands of people across the nation. Yeah. Um, just really interested in showing their financial, you know, support of the, of the company for so saying, you know, that they support, you know, traditional marriage and, and biblical marriage. And the reason it was such a hot button topic yesterday was that because Atlanta is the home of Chick-fil-A, um, yeah. everybody, you know, and their mama, so to speak, was at a Chick-fil-A at some point yesterday buying food <laughs> so much so that it was actually, you know, stopping traffic and stuff up here. So, um, no, I think, I think, you know, I, you know, I think my, my question, um, hinges on did, do, do you think people are, are, do you think people who profess to be Christians, people who profess to be followers of Christ, do right. you think that, they have the right amount of, of 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 interest and outrage when we are living in what seems to be a society where it's becoming increasingly and increasingly more hostile towards um, you expressing a biblical worldview in a public fashion. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That that is kind of, that is pretty concerning to me, and I think you and I would agree on this. Um, I. I'm amazed. Um, if you remember, I think it's been a couple of months when President Obama um, so-called officially came out in support of gay marriage. My social media networks are just clogged with um, people, you know, particularly uh, Obama supporters who also were, uh, who are also professing Christians who, as soon as Obama said that he was okay with it, it seemed that they just followed Sue's, or I don't know if they already kind of agree with it anyway, but it was shut the Bible out the door. It doesn't really matter what that says. I'm going to go with the spirit of the age, and I'm going to go with what, you know, the President of the United States says is acceptable, um, and just with no regard and no hesitation. And that that is kind of really interesting to me. Not surprising, but very interesting because um, – when you think about people being conformed to this world and not allowing their minds to be transformed uh, by the word, that, that's kind of what you would expect when you have a topic that's so, like, such a hot button topic. Um, and it, the world will just press you into its mold. It really, really will. And so it's, it's kind of hard, that pressure um, from society to, to believe a particular way. Because think about it, Jameson, 
think about 10, 15 years ago, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. No, and think about the last political election. Neither uh, Hillary nor Obama would come out and say that they were in favor of gay marriage. And here you have it only four years later. And it's almost like the, the acceptance of it is growing exponentially. So um, in some ways, you know, professing Christians that say that they are in favor of it, but they have, they're kind of apathetic towards it and everything. That, that's kind of not surprising to me, thinking about the other things that are accepted. Does that, when I see other things that are yeah. kind of accepted and, and, and swept under the rug, this would only be one uh, one other thing, you know, that's kind of, so I thought, okay, well, that's, that's okay, you know. Um, and also I think it goes back to someone's theological standpoint as well or their, their viewpoint. Um, you know, it's that part is kind of. I wouldn't say it's, it's not shocking, um, but yeah, it, it is confusing when you see someone who says they profess they profess Christ, and and you kind of think about all the verses they have to skip in order to say, okay, this is okay. I embrace this viewpoint. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yes. Yeah. I think you. Um hit on something that's, that maybe will help expand our conversation. I mean, you made a very, very uh, good point there where you were saying the spirit of the age in the sense that, you know, because President Obama, and he's a very popular, charismatic president, um, especially in the African-American community, yeah. um, you know, he, he's, he expressed his viewpoint. And, you know, if I look at this from a political strategy standpoint, you know, Mitt Romney is sort of positioning himself, even with his aberrant beliefs as being a Mormon, uh-huh. you know, he's, he's positioning himself as sort of the moral, the moral, um, candidate, candidate choice in this election coming up. And yeah. Obama seemed to run to the more liberal, um, the more liberal viewpoint of, of marriage to, to recruit that, that segment in population. And, and it seems funny because, you know, because he is so popular, time he said, "Yeah, I'm in favor of of uh, you know of gay marriage," um, quote unquote. Then now you have everybody expressing their out, outward support of it, and these are people who are supposed to be Christians, and uh-huh. and 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 as I define a Christian, someone who has a basic understanding of what God's word says about righteous living. You may not have. Um, you know, all the deep theological context is behind every scripture or, or, um, have studied systematic theology and have, you know, just a, you know, have this abundant knowledge, but something as simple to define as marriage in terms of what the Bible says, you can, you can simply Google and find out what marriage, what the word of God says about marriage. Right. Yet, because a president who is popular, and as you put it, I love that, I love that term, spirit of the age. Because someone who who voices the spirit of the age of of being let's be let's be let's be accepting and quote unquote tolerant uh-huh. of something that is biblically defined, it's amazing to hear people, for you know, for lack of a better word, um, you know, apostatize and turn away from something that is so that that is so central to 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 the Christian worldview. Right. So I guess I guess my question to you then is. And, and, and I'm glad this has turned into this conversation is how is it then that, um, or do you even approach? I mean, maybe you don't. Do you approach people who claim to be Christians and point out the, some of the contradictions and the obvious 
you know, points of conviction that they need to adhere to in their lives. You know, because being a Christian, you take on, you take on a lot of worldviews, right. or I should say a perspective on a lot of different things through your worldview that you can't just, you can't just lay down for the sake of, as you said, the spirit of the age, what's popular, what's happening right now. Right. So do you, do you even talk to these people and, and, and did you have any dialogues with those people you saw on your Facebook feed? Well, Jameson, the way, no. And, and here's why. And, and you and I might differ on this. Um, no, no, no. Go ahead. The, re- the reason I did not is because when you think about um, someone who would maybe post a status message that says, I'm a Christian, but I'm a supportive gay marriage because people should be able to love who they want to love. And, you know, and just everyone has the right to do blah, 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 blah. And they go on this big tirade. There is so much to sort out with that person theologically that it would mm-hmm. it would really the conversation I would not be serving that person well to just discuss it with them mm-hmm. on Facebook if that makes any sense. That's more of a face to face. Let's sit down. Let's open this up because you're if someone is saying that there's something shaky on the foundation of what it is that they're saying they believe. Does that make sense? So we don't even need to talk about your acceptance of gay marriage and your definition of love and your willingness to kind of ignore what the Lord says regarding these things. We need to go all the way back now to the bottom to why you feel that way. We need to go back now to like the basics. Like, do you do you think that um, do you take scripture literally or do you think it's the final authority on all matters of faith? We need to go there. I don't need to talk to you about okay. the gay marriage thing. And that is such a deep conversation that social media I can't get what I need to get you in that way. That's a phone conversation. That's a face-to-face. So, no, it's just, I don't know if I've just been worn down, because there was a time that I would, honestly, James, and you and you know this. There was a time, you know, let's get this email address, let's, let's do this back and forth, let's converse. But sometimes, um, I just, I don't, I don't know if it's the best method, but then who am I to say if it's the best method? Perhaps something I could have said to that person. I don't know how the Lord would, would have used me in that particular situation, but I can tell you that when I saw it in the news feed, my immediate thought was, wow, there's, there's a bigger problem. Discussing gay marriage with you, that, it's like putting a, a your leg is broken. We don't need no band-aids today. You, we need to get all the way down. There's a deep, there's a deep tissue issue <laughs> right there. Like, there's, we don't, you know, so I just, you I see know, some bone. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a problem. There's a problem. So, no, I didn't. No. But I, I, no, I don't say that to, to put you on the spot. I think what you're saying is valid. I mean, how can you talk about something that is peripheral to your theology when the core of what you believe is, is obviously out of place? Right. That's a, you know, the, your belief in gay marriage is a symptom of the problem. That, it's, yeah. It shows that, hey, you know, you've got some other, you've got some other issue going on here that is, that is aberrant, you know. You don't yeah. you don't acknowledge God's word yeah. as the authority in your life. Yeah. You know, and 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 that speaks to a soul that still is in rebellion against God. You right. know. Yeah. But um. So I think you. I, I mean. I mean. I think that's what I'm seeing too. And more and more is, and that's. I think that's one of the things that sort of has um has really gotten my gotten my heartstrings pulled um to to start this you know this website and 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 this podcast and, and, and to help people see that there is, there is a, there's more to the, there's more to the church experience. And, and that's what I mean 
for people who are just going to church for the experience. There's more to the church experience than just sort of this peripheral, you know, team Jesus mentality that, that, that is so pervasive this, to, to, today. It's, you know, that, Hey, if you do accept Christ and you accept the, accept that the name that, and, and, and the, and the responsibility that comes with being a Christian, because you believe in his sacrifice and atonement, then you've got some serious problems because Christ died for those things. He right. died for right. people, you know, giving themselves in, into sodomy and, 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 you know, non and non-natural relations. And, right. um, a lot of the things that, that, you know, seem like we, when we when we're, when we're Christians are sharing our beliefs, it seems like we're hating those things, but it's not the people we're hating. It's the, it's the actual, it's the actual sin that Christ died and bled for. Right. Um, and you're right, social media, it, it makes it so easy to get into flame wars, but you can't address, um, yeah. the issues at hand with people in, in, in a very direct way. Because like you said, how can you really have that conversation with somebody in, in if it's Twitter, 160 characters, or if it's a Facebook status update where exactly. they cut it out, you know, they chop it down. Yeah. You know, cause people just stop posting when they see that they're like, oh, well, she's, you know, She's really just telling me, or he's telling me what I need to know. I'll just stop posting and, right. and, and let it die down. So. Exactly. With a, with a phone conversation or a, let's sit down and talk about this, you can't turn me off. Is that, you, you know, you can't scroll past me like you didn't see the fact that I responded to your comment. You know, you can't, you can't pretend like I'm not sitting here. And social media really gives you the opportunity to, to do that. It, it lets you shut people off as you see fit. And maybe, and maybe I say something in my status message regarding what you said, or maybe I say something in response to your status message that you don't like. Well, you don't like, you just unfriend me. You can just turn any any opinion that you do not uh, view as valid or anything that offends you. You can just, I mean, you can turn it off. So I don't, I don't see it as. Um, I I keep those people. I don't unfriend those people. Um, myself, what I do is. I just keep, I kind of, you know, just get a feel for what their worldview is. And if, if so that I know that if a situation ever presents itself where I can actually talk to that person, I, I will actually do it. Um, and, and I think that the situation, I don't know, I think room could, could be made for a situation to actually occur where I could sit down and, and that conversation or that topic come up and we actually have a discussion about it. Um, I think... I think, I think that's fair. I mean, you can't, you can only do so much in, in that format because, you know, like you said, it's just a matter of a button click or, you know, closing your laptop and, and going to another web page. You know, it's, it's easy. It's just easy to turn off the truth. And, and sadly, when you're dealing with somebody who's got a, got a heart issue where their soul is still in rebellion against God, they're not, they're not a, they're not a regenerate Christian yet. Then what you're gonna what you're gonna find is is that like you said it's just a matter of them changing the channel. I don't want to hear this. This is the truth. This is biblical. This is this is this is something of of a, of a spiritual nature. And my 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 dead um, heart doesn't you know it, it doesn't want to receive that. So how can I how can I, I can I can definitely make sure I don't receive it by just simply unfriending, deleting. Or, or, or navigating away from that status update that's trying to illuminate something in God's word right. that I need to know. So, right. um, well, I guess the, I guess it's interesting just to hear, hear and share that, share those thoughts with you. Um, I figured, I figured that, um, you know, before we close and, and really get out of here uh, and, and, and end this first, um, inaugural 
interview <laughs> for the Renewed Mind podcast. Shameless plug with my good friend um, and, and, and blessed sister in Christ, uh, Gloria Goosby. Um, let me read from the book of Genesis, chapter 2, and we're going to start at verses 21 and read through 25. And this is this is one of the verses, um, and, and this is a suitable verse because it explains why we, as Christians, feel the way that we do. Um, after God had, had given um, Adam his work to do, and Adam began about his task, his personal ministry, if you will, of, of tending the garden, um, the word tells us, but, at, but for Adam, no suitable helper was found. So Adam had no help in caring about the labor that God had, um, had, had charged him with. So in verse 21, that's Genesis chapter 2, verse 21. So the Lord caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with the flesh. I'm sorry, with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man and he brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father. And see, this is the part where the verse really explains marriage. Mm-hmm. This is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, mm-hmm. and they become one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked, and they felt no shame. And the the key verse in that to take away for anybody who's um who's following along with us, that is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife, and 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 become and they become one flesh. It is the completion in essence that you see happening here, where woman is an, is taken from man, and is a part of his flesh and is a part of his bones. And it is God, it is God through holy matrimony ordaining for them to be reunited to function as one collective and to serve, to serve ultimately the ministry work or the, or the labor task that God has, has given over to Adam to perform. And that is what defines marriage is two people, um, a man and a woman coming together for a common purpose, united to, to serve and work together to accomplish the work that God has blessed them with. And, and without and without without that that difference in 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 sex and that difference in in function and 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 ability that is only found in that pairing of a man and a woman then you're you're back where Adam is stuck at in, in before verse 21 where the word says he had no suitable helper right and uh that's that's why we believe what we believe you know like i said i respect your opinion and and you know the sincerity of your walk and you know, we'll just keep on fighting the good fight. We'll figure yeah. it out how to how to best penetrate the hearts of these folks and prayer and, and, uh, and minister to people. That's it. Prayer and truth. Yeah, prayer and truth. The gospel and some prayer. That's that's pretty much what we got. Let us uh, let us keep all that stuff in mind that we kind of talked about tonight. Just in that, um, as you go about, and this being the people who aren't on the phone and and aren't on the computer recording the podcast. Amen. As you go out and you profess Christ, realize that there's more to professing Christ than just simply sitting back and, and watching this, this spiritual warfare unfold and you taking the side of the people that are espousing the viewpoint of sin, the viewpoint of Satan. Um, we have to understand that 
that while we're not in the in the book of Acts, the time of the book of Acts where Christians were being stoned to death, the 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 only thing that is stopping the culture of persecution from coming back into the world is really when when good men stand up and good women stand up and 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 vote with their voice and vote with their conviction and stand on God's word and say, you know what, we're not going to sit back and 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 allow this evil to just continue to spread un you know un, unchallenged. Wow. This is what we believe because our God has has given us this, His word and has told us what it is He wants us to do, and we we stand on that. And you know, it's nice. Ultimately, that we buy chicken sandwiches to show our support <laughs> for uh, for the CEO and the organization, but we we show our support ultimately for our our spiritual CEO, that being God and and His um, chief executive officer, that being Jesus Christ. When we stand up and we tell people un- un- unashamedly, and I don't even know if that's a word, but I'm gonna use it because I'm a black Baptist, Amen. Unashamedly, uh, that uh. That we that this is what marriage is, and that marriage is between a man and a woman. So, you know, stay um stay convicted, stay standing on God's word, and and um you know just stay just stay praying and and stay studying because it's about renewing our minds so that everything else in our lives can follow. And on that on that note, people, peace out. Tell tell the people goodbye, Glow. Goodbye, people. installment of the Renewed Mind Podcast. Be sure to listen again as we endeavor to renew our minds.